Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of Covered. I'm your host Aya and you're listening to a podcast that's dedicated to bringing diversity to your bookshelves. Don't forget to subscribe and to check out the social media links down below so you never miss out. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the episode. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the new year. I hope this year is full of good times and blessings for all of us. Now, when we think of the new year, a few things come to mind. We have new beginnings, a fresh start, and an opportunity to begin something new. So it only seems right that today's episode is all about the new books being released this month that we just can't wait to read. And today with me is an amazing guest who is a med school graduate, Masa'Allah, and is a huge fan of Percy Jackson and We Hunt the Flame. She even has a character named after her. Masha'Allah, that is just so amazing, I know. Ramila, would you like to say hi to everyone? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Ramila. I am stars.bright on Instagram and starshinebright spelled a little weird on Twitter and TikTok. And I like to talk about books and also do a couple like closet cosplays if you're interested in that. Ooh. So wait, uh, you said it was spelt weird. Can you like spell it out? So if anyone wants to kind of just, you know, like your accounts, they could easily find it. Yeah. So it's star spelled normally and then shine is spelled S-H-Y-N-E and bright is spelled B-R-I-T-E. And I did that because when I was younger, I wanted to be a children's book writer and I wanted to have like a quirky, fun name and it just kind of stuck. So. Oh, that is so cute. I love that. I honestly <laughs> love that so much. So, Ramila, what new releases kind of grabbed your attention for this month? So I didn't actually look for any new releases like prior to this because I just... I'm a mood reader and I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cover. I think I'll just pick this up. So I like went looking and I found a couple that I was like, oh, I didn't know this was actually coming out this month. Um, but I'm mostly excited for Ivory Key. If you've heard of that. Uh, no. Who's it by? It is by Akshaya Rahman. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. The cover is like exquisite. I actually have a physical copy um, that I got from the publisher, but it has, it's an Indian inspired duology and it has like magic and like royals and stuff. And it just sounds really cool. Oh, I love that. Honestly, any book with like mythology, I, ooh, instant buy that, that sounds really interesting. Can you tell us maybe about like the overall plot? So I have like the Goodreads synopsis, if that's something. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's totally fine. <laughs> um, so like the first paragraph is just, a ma- magic, a prized resource, is the only thing between peace and war. When magic runs out, four estranged royal siblings must find a new source before their country is swallowed by invading forces. Ooh. I feel like that sounds like such a parallel to, like, today's world with, like, our own resources. And I don't know. I feel like that'd be such an interesting read. Yeah, it it sounds really fun. And I've only heard, like, good things about it, so. Yeah. I have, um... This one book called Beautiful Little Fools by Jillian Cantor, and I think it releases on the 4th. Uh, have you heard of it before? 
I have not. Yeah, so it's a historical fiction, and I think it's like a reimagination of The Great Gatsby, but it's kind of um, told in the perspective of, like, the female characters. Oh, that's fun. And honestly, when yeah, whenever there's, like, a reimagination for, like, a classic, it just always grabs my attention, because it's like, hmm, like, what creative way did this author kind of retell the story, or, like, how did, you know, they bring it out in, like, a new way or a new form and i'm pretty excited to read yeah, that it that sounds fun it, just, it sounds really nice i love retellings yeah um do you have like any other books that kind of caught your attention um i do have a uh, love boat reunion if you've read the first one love boat taipei yeah i no i haven't uh i really enjoyed the first one i i listened to the audiobook for the first one and it's about like this girl who goes to this like summer program and she, like, basically is able to, you know, find herself and, you know, navigate, like, college life in a way or, like, study abroad um, just because her family's not there and she feels, like, the weight of pressure lifted off of her. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of just really related to that because her parents wanted her to be a doctor. Um, and so, like, I just related to the whole, like, you know, the medical school sort of aspect of it. Um and she likes dance, so there's just, like, a creative side to it. And I love reading anything that has to do with, like, dancing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Because I feel like with a lot of um, parental expectations, like, obviously they want the best for us. That's, like, you know, a no-brainer. But at the same time, it's, like, this intense pressure. And you're like, ah, oh, I can't breathe. Like, oh, no. But, you know, if she just, like you move abroad and then you kind of um you're able to have that space to be yourself that's actually a really interesting thing to read about yeah yeah it was really cool to see like a different version of an experience that so it was like relatable but like from afar Mm -hmm. yeah and what did you enjoy about the first book I don't know it was just like because it wasn't it wasn't completely my experience so it was just something that I could relate to but it was you know fun and it had a little bit of romance and a little bit of drama so it was just it was just yeah cute I don't know how to even like describe it it was just a really good audiobook experience (laughs) just a nice fluffy book I love that yeah um let's see I also have this other book it's also a murder mystery. Um, yeah, oh it's gosh. called A Flicker in the Dark by Stacy Willingham. And I think it releases on the 11th. So um, I think it's also her debut novel. And it's also a murder mystery where I think it was like 20 years ago, six teenage girls went missing in like her small town. And by the end of the summer, our main character, Chloe, her father... He was arrested for the murders and was, um, you know, put in prison. So obviously something like that is so, like, traumatizing. And she just, she didn't really heal from it. And, like, 20 years later, she becomes Mm -hmm. a psychologist. And she kind of, like, she's starting to feel a bit, like, steady in her life. She has a wedding, like, her own wedding coming up. Um, She has, like, this fragile grasp on, like, the happiness she's worked so hard to get. And then, um, and then a local, like, teenage girl also goes missing, and that kind of just, you know, brings her back to, like, 20 years ago from, like, the whole experience, and they're trying to also, like, find, oh no, who's the killer? And, I don't know, it just seemed really interesting. 
I always like love books that kind of go from like different like um like tenses like you have the present and then you have like the past and it's just oh it's so interesting it's always fun when like timelines start like merging together and then you start seeing everything like come together that was that's also really cool yeah it's so satisfying and i don't know why i'm like reading the book description okay and i have a like just instantly i'm reading i was like is her dad actually the killer like maybe (laughs) like maybe i don't know he was wrongfully accused and then now they're gonna like find the real killer and i don't know it's just it was a hunch that sounds fun i wish i enjoyed mysteries more like i feel like i need to try more um just because i don't go searching for them i'm like a very strictly between fantasy and um contemporary and i never try to like branch out Mm -hmm. i feel like with mysteries um it's kind of like a hit or miss because like for some Mm -hmm. you kind of like know who did it in the beginning and it just like takes the like all the fun away but then for others it's just like oh my god like i wasn't expecting that and it's just so it's so satisfying when you're like you're trying so hard and then you kind of you don't guess the person and you then you're like oh my god like how did i miss that that's so it's so cool it's so interesting yeah i feel like i need to try like more and just see what kind like interests me yeah i'm trying to think um I could recommend a book for you like what tropes do you what tropes do you like really enjoy in a book I mean I like I love found family the most so mm. but I feel like that's a very like hard I, I don't know if that's a hard thing to find in mysteries or yeah I'm trying to think I don't know the thing is I like I'll get the storyline but I totally forget what the book is called <laughs> but um if i do if i do like come across a mystery book like that i'll definitely send it to you uh let's see so do you um do you have like an instant buy author and if so who might it be i mean other than hafsa i I thought that was kind of a (laughs) (laughs) no-brainer um you know fk ali like the author of love for me disease yeah i have like a whole list though like roshni jokshi Mm-hmm. Love her. Renee Ahdier. And, like, what made you gravitate so much to their writing, maybe? Or, like, what made them so unique compared to other authors? So, Renee Ahdier wrote The Wrath of the Dawn. Have you read that? Uh, no, I actually haven't. Okay, it's a Thousand and One Nights retelling. Um, mm-hmm. So, it has, like, Shehrazad and, um, you know, her telling stories to keep herself alive every night. Yeah. And I had, like, a whole phase where I was obsessed with The Thousand and One Nights. So... When I picked that book up, it was just perfect to me. And I reread it last year. It even has a webtoon, and it still holds up for me. And I love the chemistry between the characters, and the storytelling is just so vivid. Um, yeah, and then she wrote uh, this, like, she's writing a quartet. Three books have been out, and the fourth one, I think, is set to come out next year, or, like, this this year. It's January now. Um maybe later this year Mm -hmm. and it's about like vampires and fae in new orleans and it starts off as kind of a murder mystery actually um which i wasn't expecting so that's pretty fun um but the first one is called the beautiful and it just deals with this uh woman who comes to new orleans for like a fresh start and she kind of just ends up uh in the middle of, like, a murder mystery sort of plot. She just kind of gets herself in trouble. Um, And there's a 
guy named Bastion who she just is just attracted to and they're kind of just like soulmates basically and it's just the tension and the angst and everything is just so well done and I didn't think I would enjoy it because I'm not a vampire person <laughs> but it just it it does it it does it so well yeah is it a slow burn I feel like from the description it, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it and lots very... and lots of angst see like also with vampires I don't know it's also like another like kind of genre or trope that's very hit or miss because mm-hmm. if it's just like too um too dark like personally I just do not enjoy dark romances at all and Ooh, I feel okay. like especially with like vampires and like werewolves it's a lot like it's pretty dark it gets kind of dark at times mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think I've actually like read a book with like vampires that I genuinely enjoyed I don't know, I'm not a vampire person at all, and this one, it didn't feel, like, the first one didn't really touch on the whole vampire stuff that Mm -hmm. much, so it didn't even feel, like, uh, you know, worth noting. That's just kind of how it was advertised, and it has, like, little elements, but it's more of a, you know, tension, murder, mystery sort of vibe of the first one, and the second one has a little bit more but it didn't like ruin my experience because I genuinely don't mm-hmm. like to read that much about vampires. So, yeah, honestly, I'm hoping Hafsa's new book is gonna change that for me. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, no, in general, I just I'm like you, just nope, 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 not a fan yeah. of vampires. Yeah, Tempest of Tea is going to be amazing. I can feel it. I'm not biased or anything though, but <laughs> oh no, definitely no, no, no. no biases here. <laughs> But yeah, I also... Uh, have you read Legendborn? Legendborn? No, I actually haven't. Uh, it's by Tracy Dion, and I read the first one, uh, like, Legendborn last year. Mm-hmm. And it's so good, and I, like, it's a King Arthur sort of retelling, and... Yay, another I, retelling, I love this. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you, they just come to me at this point, I don't even have to try. yeah. But the second one is supposed to come out later this year, and I'm very excited for that. And she only has one book out, and I know that she's an auto-buy author. Mm-hmm. And can you like tell us maybe the overall plot of the book? Um, yeah, so it's about Bree, who basically goes to this uh, like university, um, and she just kind of she wants to try to solve like what happened to her mother because her mother also went to that school. Mm -hmm. and um in doing so she sort of ends up like finding a secret society uh you know king arthur like that kind of whole merlin magic stuff yeah yeah i don't want to give anything away i'm also really bad (laughs) at explaining things so but yeah it's just it's so much fun the tension between the different characters there's a bit of like you know um she pulls in this one guy who, you know, like, they end up having to work together, and it's just, oh, so good. I don't even know. Yeah, it sounds it's, really nice. It, it also, like, it, I, would it be fair to say it's also, like, mystery as well? Kind of, yeah. I just, like, yeah. I just remember I reading it and immediately thinking, this has to be a TV show or a movie of some kind, because the way that the story was told i could see it perfectly in my head like everything was so visual yeah while reading it 
I mean, you know, a book is good when someone says it has to be a TV show. So let me yeah. let me just add that to the um, never-ending list of books I should read. <laughs> so, what genres do you usually enjoy reading? I feel like you've like talked a little bit about this earlier, but if there's like anything yeah. else. I mean, mostly it's just fantasy and contemporary. I do like to try historical fiction every once in a while. And I usually always enjoy the historical fiction books that I read. Yeah. But I just don't try to branch out because I just prefer reading what's in front of me and what I feel like reading yeah. in the moment. So. Um, let's see. So when you're looking for a new book, what usually uh, grabs your attention? Um, well, first, I like to see if there's any of the tropes that are, you know, fun in there so you know like enemies to lovers yeah. or even like friends to lovers close proximity any of the fun tropes that you know give us what we want um other than that i like you know diverse just any representation of any kind mm -hmm. i'm always a little bit hesitant with the muslim representation but that's okay oh girl <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> i have been burned too many times <laughs> See, it's like burned too many times, and then when I see a book with Muslim representation, my hopes always get up. And it's like, ah, yeah, please don't have high hopes. You're gonna get hurt. Right? Yeah. Oh, it scares me so much. The only person who hasn't let me down yet is Eskali. Mm -hmm. So it's always just a little. I'm always a little hesitant, and I know deep down that like I know my Muslim experience is not the same as anyone else's. Oh, definitely, yeah. But it's so hard when the synopsis automatically is like, this Muslim girl falls in love with this boy. And I'm like, does it always have to be this way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly fine and I have never had a love interest, so... Exactly. No, it's always like, I feel like half of my episodes are just like me mentioning how like <laughs> bad some representation is, <laughs> especially like, yeah. you know, you're like three chapters in and already she like removed her hijab and she's running away from oh her quote unquote abusive family. And it's like, um, ma'am, are you sure? Like, can we get something else? Where's the creativity? Right. Please? Like, yeah, our parents don't always agree with us, but honestly, they are doing exactly like they're doing what's best for us. They have their reasons. They're just being normal, strict. They're not being oppressive. Exactly. I mean, always like for anyone that wants to know like more about just like Muslim women in general and just like really good Muslim representation, I always recommend um, the book. It's not about the burqa. Have you read it before? I have not. Oh my goodness, it's so good. So basically, it's like a collection of essays um, by Muslim women. And one thing that just I really, really, really enjoyed about it is that you have Muslim like women from all walks of life and like all levels of faith. So you have like more liber mm -hmm. liberal Muslim women, more conservative, and you just, I feel like you get a really good overall view. So it's not like one-sided. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, it was so good. And even like, the way the essays were written, it was just, it wasn't boring at all. Because, like, when, like, I'm the type of person that doesn't really enjoy nonfiction that much. Like, it's okay, I'll read mm -hmm. it, but I won't, like, genuinely enjoy it. But this one, um, it was just so good. I might have to check it out. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I have this one last book. Um, 
that I'm also pretty excited for. It's called Brown Girls by Daphne Palasi uh, Andreadis. Uh, I know I butchered her last name. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it also comes out on the 4th. And um, basically, it's uh, what really, like, you know, grabbed my attention from it was it's about a group of, um, like, girls, and they're all just, like, friends. And it's kind of it just it's their story of how, like, they're growing up and they're... Um, they're kind of like embracing womanhood and just all of these like changing dynamics and just all of these like, um, you know, it talks about race and like classism. Um, and this all happens in Queens, New York. So it was, it was it seems like a really interesting read to just see like all of these points of view. And it also has seems to have really good representation. So I hope that also doesn't disappoint. Hopefully. Um <laughs> Yeah, but it seems like, a, like, even with all of these, like, pretty important and heavy topics, it seems like a pretty fun book. Mm-hmm. Like, even from, like, the book description, um, I don't want to say it seems light, but it definitely seems a bit fun. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, ooh, okay. So, what has um, being on Bookstagram for five years now taught you about just, like, social media and, like, yourself and people just in general what has it taught you well I okay so the reason I got on bookstagram is because none of my friends were like readers so it was just you know the simplest oh okay I'll just start talking about books online and you know just Mm -hmm. make friends and that way I have that without annoying my friends about always talking about books not that it stopped me but you know it helped a little (laughs) um but I don't know. I feel like I learned that I like doing those, like, creative... Like, I just learned a lot more about, like, lighting and, like, you know, like, just photography, I guess. I don't know. And, like, with the whole, like, Instagram reels and, like, TikTok in the last couple years, that's been a really fun, like, learning experience about how trends work and how, you know, what kind of content people enjoy watching if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, and then I definitely, like, ever since joining Bookstagram, my reading style has definitely changed. Um, Not just because, like, I've grown older. I've gone from, like, you know, reading exclusively young adult to reading more adult now and, you know, mm-hmm. finding more that, like, represents me, which is really great. Um, You know finding more Muslim friends and, like, learning about other people's experiences. It's always been really cool to see, you know, all the other experiences all around the world. Definitely. I, like, so relate to the whole, um, just, like, you know, even for me, most of my friends don't read as well. So even if I, like, rant to them, (laughs) they don't, like, get the feeling. And it's like, oh, my goodness, these are not just words on a paper, like, this hurts like it like I need to like explain it to someone you know it's just such a or like even if there's like a huge scene or something but you know obviously they won't really get it as much so the like just to have a platform where you can like rant about a book and you have like a bunch of people also agreeing they're like oh my god like I felt the same thing or like oh my god I didn't feel that like let's talk about it it's just it's very very interesting so can you tell us about some book pet peeves that you have? So, I mean, other than, you know, Muslim representation, um, I guess the whole 
I'm not like other girls kind of vibe. Ooh, the pick me, pick me, choose me, yeah, love me. <laughs> yeah, the con- in contemporaries, it's more of an issue. I understand in some fantasies, it's just how it works because of the whole chosen one or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, in contemporaries, it bugs me a whole lot more. Oh, definitely. Um. Yeah. Also, I've realized in the last year that I'm starting to drift away from like high school romances, which is so sad to me because I really enjoy young adult romances because they're always a little cute. And, you know, when you're in the mood for it, it's just a good like palate mm-hmm. cleanser. But when they just start talking about how important high school is or like prom being the most important part of your life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's really not that big <laughs> exactly. of a deal. Like, no one's going to care if you spill punch on your dress. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I didn't think that I would feel like I would outgrow certain aspects of young adult contemporary. And then I realized I definitely do not care if they, their biggest life, you know, uh, conflict is something high school related. I just don't mm-hmm. care. I feel like it's just, it's not as relatable anymore. Yeah. So it just, it doesn't really have like, you know, that extra like sparkle or that extra kick where you're like, oh, I kind of relate to this. Like I can imagine myself being in the setting, but yeah, I totally get what you mean. Other than that, I don't know if I have any like specific that I can think of right Mm -hmm. now. Okay. So can you tell us about your top reads for 2021 and kind of like what made them so special um okay theft of sunlight by intasar khanani uh if you've read um her books are like retellings too so there's that oh i love that um so thorn is like a goose girl retelling and i really enjoyed that one and so theft of sunlight kind of follows a different character and um takes place after the events of the first one Mm-hmm. and it just it's so well done like her wor- world building her magic system the tension between characters like there's a whole like sort of it's sort of grumpy sunshine except the girl is more grumpy and there's a thief and it's just it, it's so good i don't even know how to describe it it's been i read it in january of last year and i still think about it so that's how good it is <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about a book, like, a year later, then it definitely, like, left its mark. Yeah, there's that one. I have, like, a couple from every month, which is fun, but Kinder Poison really surprised me. Um, That's a fantasy series that um, basically has, like, Mm -hmm. magic powers, and this girl kind of, she just wants to go... um, watch this like royal family have like their like you know these like the ceremonial thing and she ends up on the wrong like ship because she like you know like she wrote these papers like forged these papers to allow her to enter and she sort of just ends up uh being the sacrifice of the ceremonial like games Oh, and to so, conduct like, turn. Just, yeah, she like literally ends up in right in the middle of what she just wanted to like watch, watch. from afar. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. The narration of it is just she's so sarcastic and witty and funny. 
And I genuinely did not know what to expect from these books, but it just took such a turn and it just kept me on my the edge of my seat the entire time. And I thought that the first book was like, you know, great ending, don't know how it's supposed to pick up the stakes from the first book. And somehow the second one ex- surprised me even more. And the stakes somehow got even higher. And I have no idea how the author did that because it didn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. So it was it's so much fun. And there's going to be a third book. I don't know when. Um, but I'm so excited for that. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I've like really read a book recently with like, um, like a comedic background, like from what like I've gathered from you, where she's like a witty character and she's funny, and I I yeah I, like I've noticed I feel like I really need a light book like that because like looking back at all the books, I don't know how light it was, but I mean, she made it light. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she was like the sacrifice. I don't think that's very light, <laughs> but um. Like a, I don't want to say a light character, maybe. It was very like know, Percy but... Jackson esque in the sense that like the main ah. character was very, you know, I'm gonna die, but at least I have humor. Yeah. Okay. No. Now I get like the overall vibe of the book. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Can you tell us about maybe um an underrated book that you read, or one that's kind of like not Ooh. that well known or like hyped up? That you just like really enjoyed reading the last year. Okay, let's see. Hmm, that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. I feel like okay. Um, there's a book called Nocturna that I just read last month. Like, uh, I listened to the audiobook. I don't know how hyped it is. Uh, because mm-hmm. the like you know there how there are different like facets of Bookstagram and book talk and stuff i don't know whether it's actually hyped yeah. or whether it's just hyped in the little circle that i'm in but it's so good it has um like darker shade of magic sort mm-hmm. of vibes and like just i don't even know how to explain it this uh prince he kind of unleashes this dark magic on his kingdom by accident um and he has to pair up with a thief to try to stop it there's more to it than that but it's so good it talks about like colonialism and there's magic and it's it's so good <laughs> um but yeah i'm listening to the audiobook for the sequel right now um but that one's really fun Ooh, it sounds pretty interesting i mean you kind of had me yeah. sold at like how he accidentally did it i feel like this is like <laughs> how do you how do you accidentally like unleash a dark magic on your like kingdom? Right. But it sounds fun. It sounds really fun. It's so good. It it like navigates grief and talks about colonialism and imperialism mm. and it's just ugh, it's so good. So earlier you kind of like said how you just enjoy reading fantasy so much. Um can you maybe like tell us what is it mm-hmm. about fantasy that just really like grabs your attention and just keep like gets you um like coming back to it honestly i don't even know i think it's just the world building and magic um Mm -hmm. i i guess because there's not like a specific it's just like something that happened like you know i pick it up and oh it happens to have it and so i just keep picking up more books like it um and most retellings end up being fantasy retellings, so 
that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do you have, um, or what are your kind of reading goals for the next year, if you have any? I, okay. D- I don't like setting goals because it takes, like, I just read for fun. And I feel like if I put a goal, then I'm, like, stressed about it. Um, mm-hmm. But my one thing is just, I have a whole bunch of physical books that are just sitting there that I bought with the intention of reading and then they just sat there and watched me not read them so I I'm hoping at least I'll read you know one like fourth of them I don't know I feel like I'm setting the goal really low so that I don't disappoint myself I mean that's a good strategy I like that (laughs) but I don't know let's see where the year takes us yeah I like that I feel like starting off, I was like very, oh no, okay, you have to read this many amount of books in this month. And if you don't, like, oh no, Mm -hmm. like stress. ah. And then I had to like take a step back. I was like, why? Like, why are you putting all of these like, like extra, you know, um, responsibilities and like, why are you stressing yourself out? Just like, enjoy it like you did before. Um, But yeah, I feel like, like I really do. I do respect that because, like, it does take away the fun from it when you have, like, you have to mm-hmm. read a book. It just, it doesn't, doesn't feel right anymore, and you feel stressed, and you're like, ah, oh no, like, I didn't get to finish in this amount of days. But yeah, yeah, I feel like it's really hard when you're on social media. Like, you inevitably start comparing yourself and your mm-hmm. own like goals to other people's. And like, while it's totally fine to have a goal of, you know however many books or whatever you want to read I just I don't have that kind of you know I don't really want to do that and I don't want to have to worry about numbers because that's what life is for and books aren't supposed (laughs) to be I love that honestly that it should be your escape in the end you know it shouldn't be like another thing to add to your playing like oh no I didn't post oh no I didn't yeah but yeah no I totally I totally relate to that (laughs) What about you, do, though? Do you have any, like, specific goals? Um, so the only goal I kind of have at the moment um, would probably be just, like, I want to read 100 books this year. Nice. Um, yeah. But, like, I've only said that because I've noticed sometimes I would, like, sit on social media and just binge for mm-hmm. hours. And it's, like bruh you could be doing like so many other things with your time yeah like might as well you know um put that tiny bit of pressure on yourself to kind of just uh read more because like Mm -hmm. sometimes I go from like you know just really long periods of like not reading and then just like binge reading and I don't know I feel like I kind of want that moderation a bit more Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's probably like my only goal that's good Okay, um, so I low-key ran out of questions, <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, let's see. Do you have any, do you have any, like, books that you're looking forward to for the, like, later half of, or, like, you know, the rest of the year, not just January? Um, actually, I kind of don't. I'm pretty, like, I'm very much, like, a mood reader, um, and I've, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say recently, maybe, like, let's say from, like, September, August, I started like getting back into reading because before that I wasn't really into reading as much as I was before. 
And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like during my childhood, I was such an avid reader. And then you grow up a bit and I just like kind of lost that habit. And I'm trying to like gain it back. Right. So um, I don't. I don't really think I have any books like that I'm like planning for the next months, but right. yeah, uh, I'm just gonna see see what the year brings us. <laughs> I mean, have you read like these violent delights or our violent end? No, I've like seen it everywhere, and I've still yet to read. Yeah, it. I would highly recommend it. First of all, another retelling. Um, so there's that, but uh, it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet in like I don't want to say the year because I'm gonna be wrong but it's set in the past it's like so historical fiction murder mystery-esque um so it has it all it has everything it's great um but the author Chloe Gong also has another book called Foul Lady Fortune coming out later this year Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about that um yeah and but what is this book about? The one it's that's like about, coming later on. It's about like I don't want to say the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's just it's Chloe Gong, and it's like a it's another like instant by author. Takes place a little bit. Yeah, it takes place a little bit after the events of Our Violent Ends. Um, oh, so is it in like the same universe so, kind of? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's historical fiction, so it has some like. It has a timeline, but history has never been my strong suit. So I'm not. I'm just not gonna say what time period it is because I will probably be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, if it's another retelling, then I definitely have to like. Exactly. Read it. it was so good. It's so good. I read Our Violent Ends, and then as soon as I finished it, I was like, should I just read it again? I didn't, but I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But. There's very few books that do that where I want to read it immediately after I just finished it. So, ooh, yeah. then yeah, definitely adding it to the list. That sounds <laughs> so good. Yeah, and then the only other like I mean, I have a whole list of books, but like the other book that I'm like extremely hyped about is called As Long as the Lemon Trees Grow mm-hmm. by Zulfa. I'm going to say her last name wrong. Uh Kato. Is she it's she's Syrian. Mm-hmm. And so the book is about, like, it's about these two people in Syria, and it's heartbreaking and amazing, and I actually got to, like, beta read it a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I cried, and it was amazing, and I know that it's been, like, I don't know how you can edit perfection, but it was already perfect, and then obviously because I read it a long, long time ago, um, it's been edited and changed, and so I just know it's going to be even more heartbreaking and beautiful, and I'm very excited about it. Oh, I love that. Honestly, whenever a book like touches you and just like makes you cry, that's uh, it's such a oh, beautiful yeah. thing. I love that. It it's so good, and I'm very excited yeah. for that book. <laughs> Speaking of Syria, um, I'm starting this book called The Beekeeper of Aleppo. Have you read it? Ooh, I have not. Yeah, so it's it kind of it's also like a pretty tragic book, but um. Because, like, I just read the title. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. no, I need to read this. Like, I don't even know what it's about, but I must read it. <laughs> okay, so basically, I think it's... Um, so I read, like, the first chapter-ish, and it's about, like, this couple. And I think they're, like, pretty old, and they're kind of... Um, they're refugees, so it kind of, like, follows their journey as they're trying to uh, flee Syria. And it's a husband and a wife, and... <clears throat> 
<clears throat> sorry. <laughs> and um, basically, his wife is blind, and he's kind of like taking care of her while they're trying to, you know, like flee. And it seems like a very mm-hmm. like heartbreaking mm-hmm. book, and I just know I'm gonna cry, so I'm kind of like trying to keep it for like the weekend <laughs> or like a time <laughs> where you know I won't have to like see anyone or go to work. So yeah, right. I'm pretty excited to read that. There's actually another book that is coming out later this year that I'm really excited for, um, but it's called The Whispering Dark. Um, it's by Kelly Andrew, and um, it's basically mm-hmm. dark academia um, with, like, magic. And this, basically, the student, I, like, I pulled up the synopsis because I, the, I already follow the author on Instagram, and she has, like, all these really cool aesthetics and, like, the vibes and the quotes that she's shared so far have me so invested already. Ooh. But it's about a first-year deaf student named Delaney Myers Petrov um and basically she gets kind of pulled into this like you know magic and dark academia Mm -hmm. stuff and I'm just so excited for it I okay I feel like dark academia is also like another pretty high up there trope for me because it's just so it's so interesting Mm -hmm. it gives me like Hogwarts vibes and just it just, oh, I love right. it. I love it so much. I didn't really know that dark academia was, like, a thing until the last couple of years. Um, like, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it was called that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know. Have you read uh, Vicious by V.E. Schwab? No, I actually haven't. Oh, my God. That book actually is what got me back into reading, like, during medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Yeah, so it was just... It was so good. It's about um, these two. It's actually funny because it was about two medical students um, or like medical, like pre-med students or something. Mm -hmm. And they basically um, one of the guys, he wants to um, learn how people get superpowers. Like they're they're these people called extraordinaries. And he learns that um, people who get like near death experiences and survive those are who get superpowers. So he basically tries to give himself, like, he tries to give himself a near-death experience and ends up getting superpowers from it. And his friend kind of gets jealous. And there's a whole, like, you know, morally gray sort of... They're basically all villains. Mm-hmm. But it's so good. And I just think it was so well done because you want to root for a side, but you also know that they're wrong, if that makes sense. Ooh, I love um, that. Yes. Yeah, because you know that they're both kind of wrong, but you also see both of their sides and the tension. And, like you kind of get why they're doing it. Yeah, and like the tension and just the the plot is so well done. V. Schwab is just really good at like writing magic and villainy and morally gray things, mm-hmm. and it was so fun to read that. Um. And I don't know why it still hasn't been adapted because it's so good. Yeah, I feel like it would make such a good movie from like what you've just said. Ooh, it sounds mm-hmm. amazing. Like I really don't know why it hasn't been picked up and like it's it fits the all of these like things that have been coming out in the last couple of years. It fits the vibe perfectly. So. Hmm. 
So we're kind of coming to the end of our episode, but before we leave, can you give um, the audience a book recommendation? You know, just like one or two books that are just so close to your heart and you just you find them so special oh gosh okay did i not mean i i feel like i mentioned both of them but um you know we hunt the flame and love from a to z obviously um but i feel mm-hmm. like i would add theft of sunlight in there um like thorn theft of sunlight and the darkness at the door i think is coming out at some point either in the next year or so um by yeah. uh her books are beautiful and amazing and yeah i mean i don't even know how to do synopses do i even i don't know i feel like i'm a book blogger that doesn't actually do what book bloggers do so oh no you're you're honestly doing so well don't worry but yeah those are what i recommend so yeah love from a to z we hunt the flame and what was the last book sorry uh theft of sunlight depth of sunlight theft death (laughs) theft like uh stealing theft oh theft theft of sunlight (laughs) (laughs) oh my bad my bad but yeah everybody you have theft of sunlight love from a to z and we hunt the flame i actually haven't read theft of sunlight so i'll definitely add that to the list yes do it it's so good so that is a wrap for today's episode i would like to thank you ramila so 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 much Thank you for joining me today. I had such a fun time recording with you. Thank you so much for inviting me here. It was fun. Aw, the pleasure is all mine. I'm so glad you enjoyed (laughs) it. And a huge thank you to everyone listening. Your support means the world. If you haven't already, please do subscribe. And don't forget to check out Ramila's social media link down below. Again, thank you guys so much for the support. Stay safe and see you guys soon. Bye-bye.